I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Because this is a baller club that come with benefits. They'll reminisce the lady used to this. Now, everywhere we go, all the hoes generous, they must think Maze is on the Rush Limited. Dusty Denim Tip is still the main chick. There it is. Harlem on the rise. You don't want no problem with these guys. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. It's a Monday night, a fu- uh, NFL football Monday night. Yes, it is. But what would I rather be doing than watching my fantasy football team uh, battle it out on the field for money, for uh, all kinds of dollars? Mm-hmm. I'd rather be talking to the person that we have as a guest today. Me first, too. First time ever really being on the show, like officially being on the show. Um. It's our girl June, uh, June from Harlem. What's going on, June? How you doing? I'm chilling like a villain. Is it, I, yes. feel, I feel like this took too long to happen, and I'm glad that uh, you decided to uh, do the show because uh, it, it was just one of those things, man. Like we have people that we admire, people we like all over the place. Yeah, and there's like a huge list. That's like 500 names long of people we want to have on the show. It is, man. And uh, I just remember seeing her tweet. Uh, her usual morning tweet hearts one day and i was like damn we ain't never had june on the show so i asked and uh she said yes so thank you june oh no thank you guys i've been like sweating y'all for a long time black love <laughs> just black love you guys got black love um <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that is before we get started I, I do have to pay june a serious compliment man you are uh one of the more positive people i see on twitter period, very positive man. like and i don't mean that like the fake bougie positive where mm-hmm. people are like you guys should all eat, uh, you know, uh, range, free range animals and stuff like that. No. I mean, like, just literally supporting everybody. Every, yes. And, like, spreading love to everyone, regardless of, like, whatever other people's interactions are with people and stuff. And that is super dope that, uh, you're able to do that, man. And, I, and I, it's I, rare. Yeah. And I, and I gotta say, I admire it. And, uh, I think people don't get enough credit for the stuff like that. And, um, just want to let you know, I see it, man. And, uh, it's really cool of you to be that way. Thank you. I try. And it's only because I got a little bit more snow on the roof than everybody else. So I've already learned by being a hellion that sometimes being a hellion don't get you nothing. <laughs> I hear you, Jim. Um, now, first things first, man. Um, there was a couple things that I just found out about you right before the show started. Um, can you tell everybody about AmericanSoftball.org and uh, what your role is there and what exactly it does? Oh, yes. Executive. Let's see. I'm the executive director of American Softball. You can find us on the web, americansoftball.org. And what we do is we provide recreational softball for adults with uh, special needs, ages 15 and above. And if you go to the website, you'll see the pictures and stuff. It's really great. And we do this every summer from May all the way through August. And at the end, everybody gets a trophy. Everybody participates. We have a nice barbecue and everything. This is this 2014 will be our third season of doing this, and I'm really excited about it. I have a I have a ball every Saturday. They knock that ball out of the park to watch my dreads fly every Saturday. So. <laughs> That's cool. So people can just just give and donate. Oh, please do. Okay. God knows we need it. We need a couple of special sized helmets. So I'm gonna put it out there. Yes. Yes, we need helmets that are bigger than the helmets you can buy at the Models. So every donation helps. We love you. Thank you. 
yeah y'all hook her up man especially you know out there helping the kids and stuff mm-hmm. i mean now when you what made you get the idea or who like did, what made you decide to like join in or like even hop on with the idea of like you know special needs student people and then getting like softball and whatnot out there like what, what you did you play softball you have any yeah. softball yes. background oh, oh okay Okay. I played softball back in high school. I got all my little awards and stuff because I was a former fatty. I was always the catcher. You know, can't be in the outfield with your fat ass. So <laughs> get there behind that plate. So I did that. And um, I write proposals on the side. And that's how I supported myself. Because like I told you, I used to shoot my mouth off and be that person. Mm-hmm. So I was a little unemployable for a while. So I used to write <laughs> proposals on the side. And um, this gentleman, Randy, came to me. He was like, oh, can you write a proposal for my organization? I was cool. What y'all do? And next thing I know, I was sucked into it. But then social justice, that just runs through my blood. Mm. Through my blood. If it's wrong, I'm going to deal with it. That's it. That's all. So Make sure everybody have a happy time. What, what, was, what was Unemployable June like? Like what was A hellion! <laughs> <laughs> what was you like coming up in the office and being like, why is the ladies' bathroom further than the men's? I'm burning yeah. this place down. Attica. Attica. <laughs> yes. 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 All of that and then some. It, uh, my, my, um, during those times before I became unemployable, my mantra was, I am the smartest bitch in the world. How dare you question me? <laughs> <laughs> now, not everybody like takes those type of comments with a, with, you know, like, oh, right, June right. is great. They're like, oh my God, kill her. Kill her and put her out in the back and don't let nobody ever see her again because she's a menace. I was a menace. <laughs> yeah, I, I went and got breakfast this morning and uh the place I was at, like they have like a main like area and then they have like this other side area where like, you know, it's not as many people sitting there. And I got there like really early or whatever. So I was like, Okay, uh just wanna have my omelet and some orange juice. So um they sat me in the small area and I was the only one there. Now I also was the only person dressed in like a t shirt and basketball shorts at seven in the morning. Everybody else dressed like they were going to work. And uh they were like, Oh, is it okay if we sit you over here? And part of me was like, Oh, so the black man <laughs> that's got a beard and a tattoo gotta sit over in the corner. I see what it is. But then another part of me was like, I hate people and I don't want to be around y'all. I just wanna read my comic books. So you know, I, I feel like uh, I also have like an inner hellion that sometimes I have to like push down so that I can like exist in the real world. Let me tell you, you go ahead on and let that hellion out and, the, and and whatever police department that happens to be around you will <laughs> gladly put you back in check. So <laughs> go ahead on and do that if you like. Yeah, they probably would show up and be like, you know what? I like the French toast here anyway. So uh, let's get us an order of French toast to go and beat this nigga's ass on the way out. Pretty yes. much. Pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much, now, and it won't be no good times for you. Now, as a former um, softball player, when you're playing with the kids, do you, like do you ever have the competitiveness still strike up? Oh my so, God, yes. I, there's no special needs with these folks with me. I'm sorry. No, let's get out here. Let's go. It, it, special needs go out the window, and we play ball hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We play ball. Exactly. Um, I actually played basketball with this kid. His name was Donald. He stopped playing because he got a job and a girlfriend and stuff now. So, um, but his, he was like special needs as far as like he, he talked a little bit different than everybody. And it was funny because his mind and stuff operated the same speed as everybody else. But because he talked a little slower, people would like assume like he was like developmentally challenged or something. And they were, and they were completely wrong. Um, but he would take advantage of that. 
and would be on that basketball court shooting like uh from like three feet behind a three-point line <laughs> and talking straight up smack the fools like it was and i would root him on every time because i love to see them i love to see people underestimate somebody and then realize too late like oh wait this dude is uh somebody actually, need to guard him this dude's actually competent at basketball and is busting my ass this is getting embarrassing and he would talk so much trash running up and down the court so like i would i but when i checked donald like i didn't cut him no breaks man because i knew if he hit he was gonna talk that smash ah like, you gotta do something man i can't help myself like i can't be sitting up here getting embarrassed on out of political correctness man he ain't gonna have no he's not gonna cut me no breaks when he's chopping me up hitting threes in my face banking shots and all this stuff oh no that's what they'll do and if they can find that window they will take advantage of you don't don't sleep just just because it's the label is special needs don't mean that anybody is special they just as able-bodied as the rest of us mm-hmm. be talking that trash too be like and taking you straight there you'd be like oh wait am i losing wait right. wait what's happening what's happening so yeah yeah you it's it's for real it's a, it's real yeah. with him i had a few people where we would be playing against donald and donald would be starting to score on them and the guy on my team that's checking him would be like kind of rooting for him like yeah donald wait a, good job buddy you're getting me you're getting the best of me i'll be like hey when we lose we gotta sit down Exactly you better check Donald because if you lose, he's going to talk shit to you on the sideline. He's going to be like, "Yeah, I was scoring all over you." So you better do something, man. Get out here and embarrass yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is every Saturday. It's from one to three. We're out there, Casino Park in Queens, and we run that field. It is really, really a good time. Yeah. So everybody go watch the kids, man. Um, the other, what kids? These are grown ass men. Go watch the grown ass men and women, then y'all. Um, and uh-huh. make sure that uh, that June is not out there cutting on no slack, y'all. And, uh, you know, if June is out there getting embarrassed, y'all, you know, make sure that y'all root her on so that she'll like <laughs> save face. Yes, yes, and they will run me into the ground when they realize that these little locks on the top of my head bounced around. That was the end of that. They all of a sudden everybody became Derek Jeter. They want to knock the ball out the park. It's like the hell is going on here? What happened to the special needs? Wait, can I stay on the infield? They were like, no, go get that ball, go. Uh, Karen, were you going to say something? I'm sorry. Yes, I was asking her, were you dealing with the special needs? Do, do a lot of their families come and support them, or is it one of those things where you guys support them more than their families? Well, what it is is most of them, they live in group home-type facilities, okay. and that's a whole nother thing because it's yeah. not going to be the old-school group home like that. They're going to actually be integrating pe- adults with special needs into the neighborhoods, and they're going to be living in houses of six or less. So okay. it's, so it, there's going to be some changes coming with that community soon. But we deal mostly with um, um, houses like Little Flowers, stuff like that. And we get players from there. And they come out and they play all summer. And, you know, there aren't a lot of recreational sports out there for people with special needs, period. It's getting a little bit better for children, like the younger people. But once you hit 15 and get older, there's nothing out there for you. There's not much out there. Mm. Now, you also are the crisis director for the National Action Network. Yes, yes, sir. No justice, no peace. Now, that's uh, Reverend Al Sharpton's joint, right? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Um, he is I- the hardest working man I've ever met in my entire life, and I couldn't even begin to do justice to what he do. Mm, mm. Now, how? I couldn't. 
now how did you get affiliated with that like what was what's the end like we got young inspiring people that want to be you know into something like that but also listen to the blackout tips like what what do they need to do well social activism anybody can be an activist it's about your desire and your willingness and even when you get tired take a disco nap and get up and do it some more Mm -hmm. and we definitely need young people to start entering what's going on because they're the ones who are mostly affected by a lot of things that are going on Mm -hmm. from uh, police misconduct to just it's just a whole array of things and I would really love to see more young people getting involved because their lives are topsy-turvy and we can't help them unless they come talk to us. So come on and be active. Be active and be the advocate for others who are in your age group because they need help too. If, you know, your friend is locked up and there's things going on, you can help advocate for them. You can help get that 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 uh, a groundswell going that their, their abuse is going on, their situations going on. But it, it, all 50 states, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. There are so many people that need help, and we do everything that we can to network and try and help people every day, all and, day. And and I do. I have a question. What what do you say to people? And I try to get people to understand this. People that say that uh, Jesse Jackson and Al Shopton, these people don't do enough. And since you work closer with like the organizations and things than most of us do. I see the things that you tweet about. I was like, they out there working hard. Like, what would you say to somebody listening and they might have that frame of mind? Like, why should I? I don't see y'all doing enough. Um, It takes one person to light that spark, but it takes many to keep that flame going. And if you want to see more changes and you want to see more things, you have to be active. You've got to get some skin in the game. You can't sit back and talk about how things aren't going right, but don't vote. You can't sit and talk about how, oh, this one is a charlatan and this one's that and this one's the other. And you ain't done nothing. All you sitting is waiting for somebody to come with your shit and bring it in. No, life doesn't work like that. And if you don't get active, then you're not you're, you're not doing life. Life is doing you. Yeah, it's also funny, too, because one of the like, I don't think it's recent, but <clears throat> stuff like this is starting to get more attention. People that are like, um, well, you know, uh, these people ain't doing nothing but making money off of racism and they're, they're not actually trying to help anybody and nobody cares about the black kids dying in Chicago and stuff like that. Oh and my God. It's always I get those phone calls every day yeah. with those. So what y'all doing about my question then becomes, no, what you doing about it? Right. Because I know what I'm doing in the summertime when I'm standing out there on the corner. Believe me, one person can't be everywhere that if we were to say Reverend Sharpton do everything. When would he sleep? When would he eat? And how do we clone him so that that clone can't eat or sleep? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we, there are chapters and different states you can because st- everything starts with the groundswell on the ground. Everything starts with the people who, if you think about social justice, look at it like um, a ladder. Yes. And at the bottom rung of the ladder are you and the people who are immediately affected by whatever is going on. And then as you climb up the ladder, now your friends and your neighbors and people who don't who don't know anything about you but are concerned about the issue, and then they get in on it. And then when there's no movement, that's when the heavy hitters come. Now, we've all seen the stories where a heavy hitter comes, regardless who it is, be it Reverend Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, whomever. If they come to a situation before there's enough groundswell, enough people on the ground that care about that issue, it doesn't stay about that issue. 
it becomes about the person you bought in. Your yes. issue sits to the side, it festers, and it gets real stinky. Then the person you bought in leaves, and now what you got? A big old mess on your hands mm-hmm. that you can't, it's, it's going to take even longer to try to straighten out. So you have to build that groundswell. One of the things I get every day. So, yeah, you went for Trayvon Martin. Bet, 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 bet. I'm sorry. What you're doing is saying that the Parks and Crump attorneys, the Fulton family, the rest of them did absolutely nothing. And this man swooped in in his blue suit and red cape and saved everybody. And that's not how it happened. There were all thousands of people on the ground in Sanford, Florida, making noise. Mm-hmm. And when there was no movement, that's when the bigger, like, it's, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's yes. a process to it. Yeah, there wouldn't even have been uh anything for Trayvon Martin, Martin if not for groundswell activism, if not truth. for people caring, because it literally was one of the few times where simply awareness was what was needed yes. to actually yeah. get the ball rolling. And people sleep on that. Uh, because, and then the other thing I hate is when people say stuff like, well, black people don't care about like the kids in Chicago. If we don't care, who does care? Because Ain't that the truth? Those are the people that are in these neighborhoods. Those are the people that have the organizations that help these, that, that go out there and try to help people, that go out there and have marches, that, that have community meetings. It is black people. Like, yes. I don't know who y'all people think are coming to save, quote unquote, the black community, if not us already. Like, if nothing else, get involved yourself before you start saying something ignorant like that. I really hate to hear that kind of ignorance. Yeah, I hear it every day, all day. I go to work at 9 o'clock in the morning and I leave at 8 o'clock at night. And I know that's my own bit of freakishness. Mm-hmm. And it's because, like I told you, I was a hellion. There was a lot of things I've done in my life to put myself in positions where I had to take a time out. Mm-hmm. And in my position, what I try to do is walk my people through the steps so that they can win. As in, if you're a screaming Mimi, take it from 10 to 7 so someone can hear you and they're not just reacting to how you are. Mm -hmm. If you look messy, the listener assumes you're messy and whatever's going on with you is going on with you because you're a mess. Mm -hmm. Like there's like little things that I try to walk people through and I'll sit there because I know California calls don't come in until late anyway. And there's problems everywhere. And I try to walk people through and empower them to let them know, just like Adam Clayton Powell said, what's in your hand? All the power's in your hand. You'd be surprised at what you can do if you get focused and you get, and it's going to be frustrating. The system is set up to poke the bear and it's set up to make you come outside of your character. Mm -hmm. And it is then impressed upon you to take that stop, breathe and blink, and then deal with things in a rational, reasonable manner. Because if you don't, now you always spin in your wheels and it don't have to be. We are very powerful people and we need to stop buying into the lie that someone has to come and help us. Mm. Yeah, we, we, that's, a, that's a straight lie. Yep, oh, I'm I agree. Sorry, whew, I'm getting off. Oh, 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 Lord. Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh Lord. Ooh. I need a cold towel. I'm just getting worked up here. Lord. Uh, no, I love it, man. I, I'm, I'm, I feel like, uh, I'm inspired now. I'm ready to go out and, uh, start. You know, the other thing I was going to say too, when did you start getting involved in like activism? Like as far as like what year, you know, do you think was your first, like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm ready to go out here and do something, spread the word. <laughs> Back in high school. We went to a school. I grew up in Elmsford, New York, 10523. And our little tiny high school, we didn't have like certain things. Mm. So what we did was we went and got student, we got teacher mentors and we created our own outside of school. We, if we didn't, if they, we didn't have junior achievement, we went and found again a mentor and was like, we want junior achievement and we went and got it. Like whenever there was something missing, 
You research it, you find out how to get it, you'll go get it. And the one thing about researching and learning is once you learn something, unless somebody literally lobotomizes you, that doesn't go anywhere. They can take your money, they can take your eye, they can take your leg. But they can't take your knowledge. Tell it. Tell it, Karen. Tell yeah. it, sister. Woo! Yeah, I, 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 I feel you on that one because, and, and that's one thing that, that I've learned over time is that, um, knowledge and, um, wisdom stands the test of time when everything else falls and everything else fails and everything else wavers and nothing works right. Those are the two things that can stand up and go, okay, let me be rational. Like you said, let me be logical. Let me use my knowledge and my wisdom from my past experiences to get what I need to get done in this situation. Even though sometimes the the cards may be stacked against me and it might be harder, but it does not mean that the task that I'm trying to accomplish is impossible. Exactly, exactly. It get a little tough. You know what you do? You take a disco nap. You feel like screaming. That's all right. Go to the other room and scream your lungs out and then come back out composed and handle your business. I know it's all that anybody tell you you can't handle your business. Girl, go to the corner and cry sometimes. And, 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 and for you know it, dry them tears, turn around and go, okay, I'm together now. Let, let, let's, let, let's get to work. Yes, I've sat right there at that table and shed tears because it's just like, oh, my God, this is deep. And then it's like, okay, where's my little napkin? Dab, 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 dab. All right, who's up next? How can we help the next one? What's good? Because a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, the media needs to know. Well, unfortunately, what we aren't is a PR firm. We don't do that. But what I can do is walk you through everything that I've ever learned through social media and everything on how to get the word out. We sit there every day on Twitter, Facebook, and every place else and watch ground swells happen in front of our faces and then we sit there and say someone else has to do it no you can do it yourself and do it for free yeah you know honestly man one of the things that um has been inspiring to me in the last like year or so especially with twitter because i feel like twitter is the greatest social media platform ever um but one of the things that's been inspiring is watching uh people like call people to task as far as a group and get things changed get things done um, and then I hope that people start taking the next step, which is like supporting each other and creating their own platforms. Cause there's really like, I noticed like, a, like for example, with a lot of black feminism, there's this like, Hey, there's sectionality to this where we're, we're, we're marginalized a lot of time and, and black, you know, black women feel like, Hey, we're not giving the proper voice or credit that we deserve um when it comes to certain issues and true you guys want our support you guys want our 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 media platforms to support you know certain white feminist causes but then whenever it comes up to like well here's a a black issue Issue. it's like oh well that's not our issue that's a black thing you know and that that has you know that has nothing to do with feminism that's just you know that's separate does well i've seen people like call people out over the last year or so and get recognized, call people to task, get these apologies and all this stuff. And what I'm saying now is I think they've reached a point where they don't even need them. Like they don't even need to be like, y'all didn't make, put us on a list. It's here's our list. You know what I mean? Like that's true. Like we have a list. We will support each other. We can like, we already have created a network through, through actually speaking out about our, our marginalization now we have enough people that can support each other. And I, I think that's very important. And I feel like that's the next big step uh, for social media is people just being like, 
okay so cnn messed up this story well that's cool we'll we go here for your news now because you don't have to worry about them uh messing up any more stories involving black people and yes and to me i think that social media is changing the face of how people interpret life and it's also changing how people receive information and get their news and their knowledge yeah and i think uh in the long run it's going to help independent media do more and actually do a lot more and and, and be a better service to the public Mm-hmm. than a lot of the mass media because a lot of times when, and when it comes to mass media if it's not a something that's big across the whole country a lot of times is bypassed by them because they don't feel like it's important enough to bring to the most of the country which, well, is, which is white america i'll take it a step further with a lot of mainstream media it's no longer about even the issue no it's not like one of the reasons i had to stop watching like mainstream coverage of like the trayvon martin stuff is because what they do now is they've gotten to a point where they sell arguments. They don't really yes. sell like they're not news. they're not really selling you news. They're not oh, really facts. trying to inform you. It's hey, this thing happened. Let's bring in a black person to fight about it, a white person to fight about it, a conservative <laughs> to fight about it, a liberal to fight about it, and it's like nobody's giving facts. Yeah, and both sides come with their own like various facts, and you know you always have those people that are there just to tell the truth, and you can see the frustration on their face. face. Like yes, you I, can. I can't believe I got roped into this and that that's not news to a lot of people and especially when you're playing with something like race that's near and dear to people's heart but you know part of the problem also is resources here's the situation you've got one news outlet that might have one person that they can pay to actually investigate and make sure that the story is whatever so they do it and then everybody else picks up on it they take their little personal spin and they run with it no one else reinvestigates so you know that type of reporting that's dead and if you follow the money Two people own every news outlet. So what are you really, really, really getting? Right. Is they, they just want eyeballs to sell you a washing machine and a Swifter. Exactly. It's yeah. like, like I, like I said, I would be watching something and it'll be like, uh, coming up next, we're going to talk about the Trayvon Martin case and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, okay, we got Mark Lamont Hill. We got, uh, this dude from the KKK. Uh, we got, <laughs> and then like, you know, as soon as they start, it's like, uh, so what do you guys think? I think all black people deserve to die and be shot out in the street and they uh-huh. all are guilty. And it's like, okay, going to commercial, we'll come right back. Don't touch that down. It's like, oh, y'all don't yeah, care. I, I but don't. y'all don't care at all. Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> now, we um, used to have Walter Concrete and Geraldo and now all we got is Geraldo. Remember Geraldo's old, let me get your nose broken by the KKK at my show show? Yeah, yeah. That, that used to be the best. I actually, uh, <laughs> I actually wish he would, I wish he would go back to that. Like, yeah too many of these dudes tried to make serious careers and stuff like him uh montel uh bring rick springer bring jerry jerry need to go all the way back bring ricky lake back like yes that was ricky actually lake is back and you not watching oh what Rod, hold up that's what awful. ricky back hold on i'm writing yeah, ricky this. been back boo i'm writing this down right now i had no idea and nobody told me i i feel like that's a failure for the entire audience of the black ain't nobody, you know, you ain't nobody <laughs> watching. i don't know what's going on but is, but is she, she need better pr people something need to happen not but is she doing my thing though because what ricky used to do well ricky was the worst though because ricky couldn't keep control of her audience which is which is my favorite thing about Ricky because Ricky would be like, okay, we got some people from the KKK here and some new Black Panthers. We're just gonna have a quick discussion. It's like I will kill you, Whitey, and they just start fighting, and she just had this look on her face, like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> like my, I, I prefer Jerry Springer because Jerry would have a good little Jerry, Jerry, like, 
jerry would let you fight and then have a good one-liner on the way out the commercial yes he would you know and have and, and, and have a thought at the end right well folks we all That's are here to love each other. That's because things that are ratchet are actually cautionary tales if you really get down to the basics. <laughs> yes, it is. Let this happen to you. Yes, Jared was so good at that. I, I prefer. I like when he would like have a fight. It'd be like the you know uh, I don't know the the David Duke like guys fighting against uh some Israelis or some shit. I don't know. And then like at the end he would be like, I mean right before they go to commercial. He'd be like, like the dude would be like, cause I'm tired of all of these sand beeps all on my TV screen. Ah. And he'll be like, we'll be right back with more sand beeps on your TV screen. You're like, he's so good. How does he get it every time, man? Anyway. Because he's a politician. That's Think true. Think about it. That's true. Oh. They do be sharp. They do be sharp. Yeah. Um, and, j- go ahead, Karen. Oh, I, I have a question. Um, I know you talk to a lot of people like taking phone calls. What is it that, um, or what phone call has came, has came in that you got that make you say, this is worth me doing what I'm doing? Every single one. Mm. Every single one. From the people on the phone to the people who walk in the door, a lot of them are literally at their wits end. They don't know what else to do, where else to turn. I've cried with people. I've hugged them. You know, I have to hug it out with you if you come into the door because I need to try and transfer some positive energy. Because people are just stuck in... Like that wave of that nobody's going to help me. Nobody wants to listen. And a lot of people, if I just stop and give them that ear and listen and then say, you see that whole 30 minute thing we just went through? This is what it is. And this is how you convey it. Three quick sentences and feel better about it because you can see a light. You know, I do the whole pep talk. If it came down to it, I'd put on a cheerleading uniform if that's what it took to give you the power to get out there to handle your business. Yeah, I do feel like I was going to call you that. I was thinking about before the show. I was like, I feel like June is a cheerleader of blackness. Like that. I is love bad. black people. I love my people. And there was a time where I did not like my blackness. So now mm. I'm 180 degrees away. I will die for my blackness straight what, up. What, what caused you to get that frame of mind and just be like, I want to separate? Um, well, back in high school, it was the 80s. Everybody, you know, it, it, it was a weird time, the 80s. The 80s mm-hmm. was a very weird time coming of age. We all had porkies and it was nothing representative <laughs> of me. So, you know, you really didn't think much about black folks because there wasn't nothing for black folks except for Cosby and nobody believed that that was real. So, <laughs> ain't that the truth? <laughs> And some people still don't. That's, that is so exactly. true. Exactly. And when you're running around in a high school and like, you know, you're not made to feel whatever, even though my, it, it was just a very strange upbringing. And then, you know, it wasn't like I was it totally, I love being black, but then I didn't love being black. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. So, you know, but once I went away to college and the KKK woke me up to all of my blackness, threatening <laughs> to kill people if they caught them on the yard. Mm. That was when it was just like what, nah, what college? What college was this? Yeah. Oh, I went to Utica College back when it was part of Syracuse University. Oh my God, they was gonna kill black people if they caught them on the yard. Yeah, the FBI had to come in everything. There were letters in people's in people's mailboxes, which makes it a federal offense. So the FBI had to come, and then we had to have you know how everybody got to get together. We all got to talk about it. So mm-hmm. then we had to have forums so we could talk about it. It was like oh my God, and that was when I realized that. Yo, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm black. Embrace it. Handle it and be the best at it. Be the best mm. black you can ever be. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Now, um, that was funny, too, because I do remember the Cosby show. And I thought the Cosby show was like the first ever science fiction on TV because I was like, 
oh this is a good sci-fi show black people being doctors and lawyers and their kids not doing no crimes like when when did we start doing this on tv it's always had to be some type of like you know relevant like i don't even think there's a racial episode of the kazi as far as like a and then theo got pulled over for no reason like no. like kazi mm-hmm. was just like we black and we doing good and that's just enough for america yeah and it was a utopia all the little white children came over to play and everybody <laughs> held hands and sang kumbaya and it was great yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely loved it uh because i was a kid and stuff uh but yeah that's my it's still my jam but yeah man i, I do remember watching that show like oh man wouldn't that be cool <laughs> yeah and you know what there are people that are living that life and that's what you know jack and jill is all about you know mm-hmm. yeah. so there are people that are that are black and are doing extremely well and it's more than just barack so yeah, yeah. let's talk about it people let's talk about it you, yeah I, I like also back in the day when any black people start doing good and like move to a new neighborhood between they like calvin and the, and the mcdonald's commercials well, we they, them on. they immediately became the cosby's of their family true yes. like that was like universal every family got oh y'all thank y'all the cosmos <laughs> and, and then you got hit up for money though so if right. it was that one you got hit up for the loan right yo, you know i gotta make this house payment they're gonna kick us out yo you go yo you got 1500 real quick yo yo let me hold that real quick i just yo. need a car so i can get back and forth to work bill you know can, can, <laughs> you and you and claire can't come up off a couple hundred dollars just so i can get a down payment on this car you're like i guess i got to um oh. but uh other, the other question i wanted to ask too like um how do you feel about like social media changing kind of activism or like is it changing it do you think for the better for the worse is it just different now like what do you think about you know social media i'm, I'm assuming it's got to be a bit easier than uh back when you guys had to have campus forums about the kkk that yeah. now you can have like an online form or you can have like a you know twitter hashtag or online group like do you feel like that's more helpful or do you feel like it's less helpful because less sweat equity is put into things like that so what's a retweet when it's not the same as uh you know moving your feet on down to the corner and and, and grouping up with people well that's the whole thing is that you have to hope that in the end with the social media movements it does produce the bodies and in the very beginning tweet ups and people would pop up for all kind of things and do all kind of stuff you threw the word out on twitter and a thousand people showed up to drink the booze or whatever the hell was going on mm-hmm. so you know what if they saying that we doing a candlelight vigil for this um, um transgender young lady who was murdered then show up for that too just like you'd show up for the booze right true yeah. i think you, you know got- yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, June. No, I'm not. Like, everybody likes to holler and scream about, you know, Ratchet is bad and Ratchet. I'm not going to throw away on Ratchet because some people, that's their life. But what I will say is find some balance. Mm-hmm. If you're going to spend an hour watching Ratchet, then spend an hour watching a little POV on PBS or a documentary or something like that. Balance it out. And don't, like, just spend all your time. Like, you like to drink, but you can't spend all day at the bar. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That you got to go to work. So you got to have balance. And, you know, I love work, too, but I got to go home. I can't work all the time. You know, you got to find some balance. Look at your ratchet and some cautionary tales and learn something and move on. Now, I will give you a free idea. Um, That's what I do here. You know, I revolutionize the game. I'm a thought leader. I don't know if you've seen my Twitter. Uh According to Clout, I'm a thought leader. Um, I think what you got to do is y'all got to start tricking these people you know what i mean like oh lord you can have Should we get government cheese and lay it out as a trap <laughs> <laughs> no nah, nothing that blatant <laughs> nothing, nothing that blatant i mean 
you know you can have like a tweet up right it's like hey we're gonna do the nyc barbecue everybody come out and then when they show up you be like bam national Edward, national action network nigga everybody put these t-shirts on we're going to candlelight vigil like you just switch it on them now ah! they already showed up four five hundred deep thinking you know dressed to the nines thinking they about to get up here and tweet up with these people they've been in their dm mentions and all this stuff now you can just get them up there put a t-shirt on give them a candle and get the marching man i mean it won't work every i mean it probably only work one time so only use this when you really need Necessary, it, Jim. don't yeah, yeah don't use this on nothing easy. That, I'm gonna tuck that away the way RuPaul tuck his. I'm gonna tuck it. Right. Ah. Yeah, that's like because I, I I came up with this idea a long time ago. It's called uh it's called moving parties, and it's where you invite everybody over to your house for a cookout or a party, and then you just like uh I need all y'all to pick up one box, and the actual party is at my new apartment. So we just pick up a box, <laughs> grab, grab a chair, put it in the truck. And we're going to go over to the new apartment, set everything up, and then we're going to have a party. You know, it'll work one time. You know, I'm saving Just it. Just once. But I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm going I'm to use this idea. But, um, all right, man. Well, thank you, Jim, for joining us. Um, yes. I want you to stick around and do some, um, uh, some actual podcasting with us. We got a bunch of podcast stuff, but I feel like everybody got to know you now. Oh, good. I'm, I'm an all right person. I, I'm really good on Thursdays. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I feel Today like you're good. Feel like you're good every day, but um, let's go ahead and uh, get into this. First things first. This is the Blackout Tips podcast, and you can find us a bunch of places. But the easiest place is to go to theblackouttips.com. While you're there, click on things, like us, uh, subscribe to our like premium stuff, and leave comments on the uh, articles. I mean, on the, each uh po- podcast, mm-hmm. you can also leave comments in the poll. We have a poll for each show, and uh, you can vote in it, and then you can say what why you voted the way that you voted. Uh, mm-hmm. That's cool. Leave us five star reviews on iTunes, regardless of content. We promise to read it we do it doesn't even matter you can say the show sucks and i hate y'all you promote your business i hate black people i hate black activism al sharpton is the devil i will read it i don't agree but i need them five stars ain't okay? that true so you give me my five stars i'll say whatever you need me to say i've supported tyler perry on the show i supported steve, steve harvey. harvey whatever had need to be said at the time oh, dang. it's fine just give me my five stars or else um for four stars though i won't even read if you tell me i'm the best person in the world Mm-mm. can't see four stars nope um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. um and today's podcast is sponsored by adam and eve so uh let me play me some uh sexy music, music. um <laughs> i just realized that i had i had the song set up to go for uh you don't know nah you know what I'm talking about you don't know nah i don't think no nah, that's not that's not that, sexy no here we go some maxwell that's pretty sexy right yes okay. it is Rub the paint off the walls. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you be doing with that new toy. Oh. <laughs> Ladies and fellas, are you looking in to put some national action in your network? <laughs> are you trying to spice things up in your bedroom? You trying to have some activism about your sex life? Well, I have an opportunity you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com. For a limited time only, you can get 50% off of just about any item. But that's not all. Mm-mm. When you get your 50% off of any item, just about, you can also get three free adult DVDs. And they're professionally produced, guys. You don't see a dude eating a sandwich in the background. Mm-hmm. There's going to be lighting, and it's not going to go out halfway through. Makeup. 
yeah you're never gonna have that idea of is this legal uh, while you're watching it i know these are paid adult actors 18 and up are professionals okay plus you get a free extra gift that is so central i can't even tell you what it is on the radio and to top it all off they even throw in free shipping on your entire order that's right guys all these discounts can be yours and all you have to do is put in the code tbgwt when you go to checkout and just go put that in the offer bo- in the uh, offer code box and uh you'll get 50 percent off of one item three free dvds free extra gift and free shipping that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com thank you thank you very much yes, treat yourselves people yeah because we are all about the action in your sex life mm-hmm get get active get active everywhere um all right um (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh um all right we got a bunch of articles let's get right into these articles we've talked about a bunch of random stuff but um this is the most important news of the day everybody's been talking about it and uh i'm sure people want to know what do rod and karen have to say we got june on the show so you we're gonna see what june has to say about it i don't know how up to date she is on this but uh it's so important let me just tell you guys kfc is releasing unique takeout containers made to fit in your car's cup holder about time somebody was smart enough to think about this mind blowing mind blowing this is the kind of revolutionary change in america that this is what makes america america ain't that the truth you know like we are constantly we can't keep our government open that's difficult but making pushing the forefront on food in a cup Cup. technology in your car i'm all about this life nobody's ever gonna beat us at that um chaos I know, I know, Jim. I know, it's mind blowing. I, Baby, I, eat my tater wedges and drive work. <laughs> I'm still trying to picture that greasy chicken leg and trying to make that left turn. I still don't know how that's going to work out. But go ahead, KFC. More power to you. How many people are going to die coming out of KFC? Not from the chicken, but just the grease. Just, just straight up sliding all over the road. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> take your kfc cup and just sit it on your table and come back a week later and see if it still looks the same as the day you bought it and tell me if you should be eating now and then. <laughs> oh, uh kfc is catering to our you know you know uh that uh fast food is terrible because uh if you like drop fast food on the ground you can come back two days later. Ants won't even try to eat it. Like, ants be like, we good. Oh, shit. Ants pick up every damn thing. <laughs> ants be like, not that chicken nugget. No. Come on. Ants be like, mm, that got MSG. We're going to, uh, nah, boys. <laughs> don't touch that one. Don't touch that one. <laughs> All right. No, they actually eat the MSG because I've seen them go to town on the phone on the ground Chinese food. But yeah. they just, they, they don't know what the hell that is. They're yeah. just like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be hungry today. That's all right. We, if you go over here and play by this dog poo. Yeah, right. We don't eat silicone. Uh, KFC is catering to our never-ending quest for convenience and has officially upgraded snacking with KFC Go Cups. Uh, the method behind the Go Cup madness, apparently, according to an infographic via KFC, the chain thinks America's cup holders aren't reaching their full potential. Oh, shit. Here's, here's well, what is all that change for? Come on now, people. <laughs> For, I put my change in here. 44% of people use their cup holders for change. So oh. June is part of the 44%. They do the change. Mm-hmm. 33% of people use it for drinks. 
What not, kind of drinks? Are they drinking and driving drinks? Like, is that like, you know, a rum and coke? Yeah, they don't I, say. I, yeah, don't I've, say. I've literally seen somebody do that before, which is not safe. I know in Utah, they got like drive throughs or something with alcohol. So possibly, mm-hmm. um, 19% of people are using phones or other devices in their cup holders. I've done that before. 18% of y'all are just nasty. Using garbage, put garbage in your cup holder. Ugh. Garbage. Messy people with messy lives. I already told you about the messy. Don't do that, people. Yeah, Don't do that. that's not sanitary, man. Oh, no, what is your? What does the car smell like? Yeah, Ugh. let me put an apple core in my cup holder for a while. Um, seventy-five percent of Americans have something in their cup holder, but very few have actual cups. That's right, guys. The struggle is real, and looking to solve this national crisis, KFC has made the Go Cup plastic takeout containers. Featuring a cup design to fit snugly in most cup holders, allowing for easy in-the-car, on-the-go grubbing. Okay, so they don't do, like, the jumbo size, so it's too big for the average cup holder, which means your cup holder got to have, like, an extra dip in order to stick it in there. They're going to make it average size? I guess so. You know, what happened if you supersize it? Do you get a bigger cup holder for your tater tots? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, according to this, I guess so. Uh, 42% of Americans, Americans say they would be more likely to eat in their cars if they, they put food in the cup holder. Really? Mm-hmm. I think America. America. <laughs> All I'm going to say is praise God to the person who gets to pay off their student loans because this was their idea. Go ahead, dear <laughs> person, with your degree, because everybody else is going to get killed from eating the food greasy in the car, wrapping <laughs> yeah. themselves around a tree, or just getting obese, can't get out from behind the wheel because they've been sitting there eating snack cups and they called it. You know how hard it is to, like walk all the way up to the house when you want to eat some food from kfc like you had that long walk from the parking lot to your house imagine if you could just cut out the middleman and eat directly in the car you know just it, this is efficiency at, at its best right here this well, is what, what american do? intellectualism pushing the boundaries of food consumption oh what oh, it, god we can't figure out cancer but we can get that food in that damn cup and in that cup holder oh yeah we, yeah we're, we're number one when it all comes to fatness we're number one in yeah. that shit like we god bless america like yes we, like you know how like you get your food from kfc i mean well food in quotes but you get your food from kfc <laughs> and you had to open that box like, you, you got the finger, and you're opening the box. You're trying to dig around. Like, is this my potato wedge? Is this my chicken leg? Where's, <laughs> where's my dipping sauce? You know, I, I, what if you could just put it in a ready-to-go cup and just pop the top? Oh, oh that's really coming. I think that KFC needs to sponsor this show because Rod is really pushing that you need food in a cup that goes in the cup holder situation. Go ahead, KFC. Throw them some money now because Rod is really <laughs> hooking you up. I am just somebody about to make billions. I I am just embracing what America does best at this point. This Mm -hmm. is my country. Uh, We do movies good, and we do this. Yep. (laughs) Want it portable? Mm -hmm. We are so. Yeah, they already do soup in the cup from Campbell's. Might as well do. Oh my god! At some point, we're just gonna have like uh, everyone's house is just gonna have a tube that goes directly to KFC. And, ha, 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 ha. and KFC is just going to shoot the food through the tube into your house uh, when you get your check. It's just going to come right in. Good grief. Um, 53% of car owners between the ages of 18 and 32 would be more likely to eat in their cars uh, if the food container would fit in their cup holder. So 
you know 50 i mean 53 percent. that's pretty high man that's um really high yeah uh plus you know like it, it, it's just so funny because they already had containers for this food before this yes they did but they was like Mm-mm. i feel like you gotta, ha- you gotta get to it quicker i feel like what happened is just that um and this this is anybody that's ever worked fast food you guys will follow me on this i feel like this was uh an invention of that someone made on their break right of course because we used to do this in wendy's and mcdonald's and eventually a lot of this stuff would become menu items but you know i used to know i remember the first dude that ever had a double down which is basically two chicken breasts with cheese on it and bacon in the middle uh his name was uh hector and he worked with me at wendy's and he would figure a way to game the brake system where he could put it for two chicken breasts instead of chicken sandwiches so it would save him like a couple of dollars, but he wouldn't get any bread and he would just eat the chicken like it was bread. Now, is that good for you? Of course it's not good oh, for you. No, it's not. But is that ingenious? Of course it is ingenious. But wait a minute. What did Hector get out of this besides fat? Did they give him some residual? Did they throw him some cash? Do his, do he have like some kind of medical fund to take Mm-mm. care of that heart attack? No, What's you know, that? you know, you you know how they do. They, you get minimum wage and you get your break food free. And they, and they just stole your idea. Yeah. I feel- intellectual property people, intellectual, pro- use the Googles. It'll <laughs> tell you what to do. I would, I would love if Hector sued KFC for IP though. I would have his back so hard because I'll be like, I am a character with and i remember i remember all oh, them sandwiches i remember joking this fool on his break every day about that about his his double every chicken sandwich day. every i'm like fool what's to this show hector if you are listening mm-hmm. please get in contact with rod he's got your back i will help you get paid bro because i i remember when you came up with this because i laughed for days i was like fool where is the bread he's and like now the chick- it's on the menu the chicken is the bread i was like dude that's crazy no one's gonna eat that and then KFC came out with it. But, um, yeah, what happened here? Somebody was like, um, you know, you guys can get all the free drinks you want. Yeah. But, uh, food is going to cost on your break. You got to pay full price for the food. And he said, what if I put the food in the drink cup? You can't charge me for that. That's a drink. I drinks my food and I that's can't. how this came up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some manager's like, you know what? So far, there's five options. A piece of original boneless recipe, boneless chicken. Five options. Five options. A chicken little sandwich, two extra crispy tenders, three hot wings, or four original recipe bites. All with, all that come with potato <laughs> wedges. Kill somebody. All of them come with potato wedges. I figured out the wedges was in there. Now, June, how much do you think one of these cups will cost you? Uh, 495 plus tax. 249. Oh my God. That's right. 249. I'm telling you, man, KFC is ahead of the curve. Can't sleep is that on. only in certain places? It can't be in New York. Come on. That don't even uh, sound right for New York. It, it, it doesn't say. And that must be 249. Must be the average across the country. It doesn't say. Because this probably going to be 249 down south now. Yeah, I do shit, feel like shit it might would. be 199 down here. Yeah, I do feel like it would cost more in New York. Yeah, y'all might be yeah. paying like you like you say y'all might be paying about the five dollar range. Yeah, my boy told me they got out and went to McDonald's in New York and was like, "Oh man, we could have sat down at eight in North Carolina." Like, oh shit, <laughs> so, how much was it? I don't know. He just told me it was a lot. Oh, uh, here's yeah, a, McDonald's is a lot up here. Here's an actual serious story uh, that I saw this morning. And I was like, 
man if people knew this i feel like it would change i don't know maybe people do know this stuff and it's just me but it would change the way americans view like prison and education because it needs to be reformed in america oh don't get me started here we go i'm gonna hit somebody with a chair go ahead rod uh new york is indeed an expensive place but experts say that alone doesn't explain a recent report that found the city's annual cost per inmate is one hundred and sixty seven thousand seven hundred and thirty one dollars uh per inmate last year per inmate per inmate are you serious for those that wondering that is nearly as much as it costs to pay for four years of tuition at an Ivy League university. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Could have went to Harvard or one year in Sing Sing. Mm-hmm. You pick. Now see people who, who do things and figure whatever with the price. See how much you're worth to someone? $160,000 you're worth to someone. Put that in your pocket. Don't be so concerned with helping someone else get rich people. Right. And that's one of the reasons, like, especially since prison's been privatized, that's one of the reasons that you will always have a push to keep people in prison. Mm-hmm. Every person you see in a jail cell is worth 167000 to somebody. Yep. Of course we put putting eight of them in a cot. Like that you can't print money better than that. Wow. Uh they it's, said it's, it's set up. It's set up to get you. They say a big part of it is due to New York's most notorious lockup, Rikers Island, and the cost that go along with staffing, maintaining and securing a facility that is literally an island unto itself. Other cities don't have Rikers Island, says Martin F. Horn, who was in two thousand nine resigned as the city correctional commissioner, noted that hundreds of millions of dollars <clears throat> are spent a year to run the 400-acre island in the East River next to the runways of LaGuardia Airport that has 10 jail facilities, thousands of staff, and its own power plant and bakery. Shit. I know. They'll be able mm-hmm. to function if shit shut down. Yes, yeah, zombie apocalypse happened. That's what I'm Nobody talked, to, talked about what happened with them on Sandy. That was like the big silent secret, but that's for another day at another time, but whatever. Nah, go ahead. Tell yeah. us. We don't no, know. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't yeah know. there was that big storm called Superstorm Sandy where everything flooded and it was right in the path. There wasn't nothing said about rescuing the prisoners. Nobody mm. gave a damn. Nobody yeah. cared. And yes, they was flooded too, people, just to let people know. Rikers got hit just like everybody else you see crying about Sandy on TV. Who's crying about the prisoners? Yes, I realize maybe some of them have done things and this is where they have to be. But at the same time, that don't mean you let people drown like rats. Right, right. And I, I'm surprised they didn't try to save them all because for uh $460 per day per inmate, uh, I'd be up in there saving them like I'd be saving them like Angelina Jolie going to Africa saving them babies. Ain't that the oh, truth? No, you let a couple drown, you get four more. Don't worry, we'll catch them in the stop and frisk. Oh, that's a good point. They probably are busting at the scenes already. Um, the the uh yeah, it's four hundred sixty dollars per day uh for the twelve thousand two hundred and eighty seven average daily New York City inmates last year. It was based on about a $2 billion in total operating expenses for the Department of Corrections, which included salaries and benefits for staff, judgments and claims, as well as debt service for jail construction and repairs. Wow. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was just like the, and I, we always talk about this on the show where if you don't spend money investing in communities on the way up, you know, like try to help people 
get out of bad situations i know it's so you will end up spending the money to lock them up yes you you either because go- you didn't give a fuck when you could have helped them when they were kids ain't that true everybody's everybody's so interested in you know we need to get we need to get uh poor people away from this we need to cut all the benefits to people that are in situations where they could use some help from the government we need to strip everything out but then that same like mentality is like well but we actually need to double down on how much prison costs and we need to definitely get more prisons we need to lock people up it's costing us more yes it is like yes it, it would is. not cost this much. much it would not cost you four times the tuition of one year at an ivy league school to, to in- educate one student yes to invest into a community to invest into a center to invest into a school you would not have to spend the fraction of the money that they're spending right now. And you could touch and change a child, regardless of the color of skin. Poverty is poverty. You could yep. touch and change a child's life where a child could grow up and say there is a way out. There is a difference. I don't have to live like this. I don't have to be like this. Right. But 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 when everybody frowns and turn their noses up and everybody thinks that it will never be me. But that's one thing that I can truly say about being black and my personal experience that has kept me humble. I always know that I could be on the other side, not having lack without like the average person is one paycheck from being away from poverty. And that's regardless of the color of skin too. So it's funny how people go, well, I don't want to help them. Nigga, if you lost your job, you would be out there in the unemployment line too. So I'm like, help them now or you'll be paying for them later. Yeah. Los Angeles spends $128 and 94 cents a day, which is $47,000 a year. Um, uh, Chicago, $145 a day, which is $53,000 a year. Um, this, like I said, this is like a year at, at fuck, at Harvard. More, more money than, this, than, like, than the average American makes in a year. This is You're crazy. You're prisoners. This is crazy, man. Oh, wow. I, like There's I said. There's no money in the cure. You right. see what I'm saying? There's no money in the cure. If I, if, if I help you get out of poverty, then those jobs at the prison go away. And because we haven't paid attention to the system to make sure that there's actual jobs or things for people to do, or even encourage somebody to be an entrepreneur, this is, we like our system like this. Mm-hmm. And it's time to start shattering it. It's time to start breaking it. Because now we, like you say, we got social media. We armed with truth. Now what are we going to do with it? All right. And it, the DLC says 86% of its operating costs go to staff wages. So it's not even like, well, you know, the facility needs to be maintained. We got to have this, got to have that. It's like, uh, then we take the money and we, you know, we spend it. <laughs> like, it's like so. the city in New York. If you ain't making real money, you they they can't afford to have like COs on Section Eight. They they got to pay you some real money. You know, yeah. I'm I'm not against that. But again, just like Karen just said, it needs to take it back to the beginning and educate the kids and make sure that people have a firm foothold as they take off in the world. This is yeah. ridiculous. I yeah. don't even believe these numbers. This is ridiculous. And it was well what I what I mean when I bring up the the you know, the prison operator people ain't gonna go broke. Um the same people that are advocating for hey, we gotta double down on these prison budgets, um, they stripping the teachers of their budgets. Still, oh yeah like they don't want to see like north carolina we i believe we're last in teacher pay 
oh yeah but oh, yeah. I, I guarantee our prison operator people make money we, the society tells you what it values by where it spends the money ain't that the truth and 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 i think for me the the thing that really upsets me and the root the actually my personal opinion the root of this problem is that majority of these people are black and brown tone and because black and brown tone people issues are not american issues a lot of times these people have been in poverty have had generations of poverty nobody wants to teach the parents nobody wants to help them out and in the long run you end up having a cycle of this like like i didn't they, i think somebody said like by the time a child turns 5 they have already estimated how many prisons how many prison spots they've had based off if your child can pass standardized testing so yes. that goes to show you it's a direct how much, yeah that goes to show you how much educating and not only children parents a lot of it starts with parents and changing their frame of mind and educating them and letting them know there are services out there for them right but if you don't know and you're not educated and you strip the budget of anybody that would try to go and be like hey here are some services in the community that will help you and your child to be able to you know have a a better chance of getting the opportunity for education if you just go uh nah we need to strip that like yeah we we don't need a head start program okay we need to we need to cut that out uh that's costing too much money well what well we also need to build a new jail in the middle of charlotte yeah let's do that we can make the money for that yeah, no problem. And and I and I think for me personally the the thing that really really uh ticks me off is when like Roger said they do this but then they turn around and they pass laws so that these people cannot vote to make the difference in the change. One thing and I know you got to move on baby, but I'm kind of pissed at North Carolina for having the toughest and the hardest laws against voter ID in the country right now. Right. The Justice Department is suing him. Yes, Yay! they are, mm-hmm. and, and 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 they should. And 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 how and how and how do these people turn around and have the audacity to turn around and say that this does not affect people of color? This does not affect older people who may have had midwives where we where they didn't have birth certificates. You know, and, and the way the law is written. If, if, if you don't have an ID, you have to go purchase it. Mm-hmm. And not only that, they only have certain spots that you can purchase it. And most, and most of them in Raleigh. What happened if you live two, three? I, North Carolina is not a small state. Six hours away. Who's going to go six hours away when they do not have the way to get there? And then you turn around and you're going to tell me that race has nothing to do with this. You turn around and you cut, um, uh, uh, early voting. You turn around and, 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 and you did these shifts and these changes. So that you stopped a lot of African Americans from voting because a lot of them would do not good. just not just even African Americans, people yes. people that weren't going to vote Republican. True, whatever demographic that is, students, young yeah. people, people that have uh, jobs where they make minimum wage. Yeah, colleges. Pe- right, people that you know, people without a lot of access to money, they are straight up being like, uh, "You weren't gonna vote for us, so it's gonna be more difficult for your ass to vote." How about that? Yeah, because and, and we talk about college. The first time I ever voted, I voted on a college campus. Now that's against the law. Not to mention, I, I mean, I know you guys don't live here, so y'all don't know. None of these politicians campaigned on this shit at all. For the record, no, was, they did not. None of this was a campaign issue. So this is out the blue to none, most people. This oh, wasn't I in know a, this. I get the phone calls. I know what's going on. But the one thing I will say to y'all, North Carolina, don't be scared. It ain't always going to be comfortable. 
when you go out there to get get what's yours and to do the right thing. And there will always be people who are going to give you some pushback. But that's all right. Stand up. Stand up for yourself because that's who you're affected. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're affected. I, I can come down from New York and do whatever. But right. it's you guys who are affected. For the, those who say, oh, well, people are scared. Well, yeah, I'm scared of the dark. That don't mean I don't get up to pee. Right. Exactly. I actually like that's some old homespun wisdom right there. I know that, that that's some that's some old school right so there. So like that summed up everything. We need to move on to the next topic. Um, okay, sorry. Uh, no, oh, no, no, you no, good, sweetie. No, uh, no, I, I, I'm the one that we talk too long. My bad. No, you you and Karen, y'all both got the gift, man. <laughs> I love talking to you. Yeah, my ass would have been still talking about it for 20 minutes. Like, listen, and what about this situation? And June's just like, look, it's dark. You still got to pee. And I'm like, damn, that's right. That is right um all right let's let's talk about some other things we actually we, we probably need to get to playing guess the race it's about that time okay guys oh, let's do this we will talk about lamar odom and chloe kardashian is he still smoking the crack man can you believe nigga it's it's 2013 is anybody smoking crack how do you go you know what i'm gonna do today i'm gonna go smoke me some crack right what's wrong with you right like i can't have simple like listen i get it uh addiction is terrible but it's so hard for me to have sympathy for anyone who smoked crack after New Jack City came out, man. <laughs> that was that was the word. Like New Jack City was the official. Like, oh, this crack shit does not. This does not sound good. This is not the bee's knees. Right? No, it's not. They are out here killing each other and mm. poop. Get Chris Rock lost even more weight. Wait, yeah, this ah, is, everybody needs Vaseline on their lips. They crusty. Ew. <laughs> right. <laughs> like who goes? I'm gonna do crack. Like. Anyway, uh, well, I guess I will talk about it. his main complaint was that, uh, he can't live under the same roof with her because she's calling all the shots in his life. Which, I mean, if what he marry her for? What is he new? <laughs> right. Come on now. Also, if your husband is a crackhead, I feel like you get to call the shots. I, I mean, do too. That's just my belief personally. It's like, hey, if you're going to just be doing the crack, somebody got to be responsible. I feel like I get to make the fiscal decisions. Yep. I get yeah. to, like, I get to, like, you demote yourself. Like, I, you get off the crack, you back to, hey, we can, we back to square one. We split it 50 50. But, uh, if you own the crack, then no. I feel like I, I get more say so. I, I can't you. lose everything because you out there on the crack. Right. Uh, she makes sure his assistance get, gets paid and is, and is in contact with Lamar on almost a daily basis. So why is he mad that she helping his assistant get paid? The assistant ain't gonna keep assisting for free, dude. Come on now. Uh, it has always been this way in their marriage. Chloe's extremely controlling, almost to the point of Lamar feeling suffocated. It's no secret Lamar loves candy, and Chloe would nag him constantly about it when she was attempting to lose weight earlier this year. It wasn't about the candy. It was about Chloe getting her weight, always. Lamar refused to give it up. He complained, she acts like my mother. I feel like candy is a substitute for um, crack. Didn't they get married on the show? Um, doesn't he know who mm-hmm. these people are? Um, doesn't he know about that mama of theirs? Come when, on now. Yep. You know what, Lamar? Excuses are the tools of the incompetent, sir. Stop it. Stop yep. it. I feel like candy is also a euphemism for crack right here. Probably. And ah! you know what? Mm-hmm. Look, I know plenty of people who are drug counselors. They'll be his sober friend. Mm-hmm. Just give me a call. We can hook you up. Just say no to drugs, Lamar. Just right. say no, man. Get your life back. I think he forgot to put the nose in front of Candy in that sentence. Um, adding to the dynamic oh, of Chloe 30 wearing the pants in a relationship is that Lamar Odom is 33. And he defers to Chloe for everything in his life from what to wear, business deals, you name it. Lamar consults her for everything. 
so for as much as lamar complains about coach controlling ways he contributes to it as well and needs to own it so yeah man seem like a simping sunday brother what's he complaining about <laughs> doing that well he got some new jump off that's putting a bug in his ear telling him he need to be the man she need to sit down he need to get it together come on enough yeah. with you people i agree it's definitely a side chick involved in this of course. trying to give him some confidence you need get to go this. in there. she better go sit down for she gets for her louis bag being jeopardy mm-hmm. she better go sit down and chloe's big man and i don't mean big like fat because everybody tries to make it sound like she's fat when she's really not she just got two of the like most fine sisters ever that's not her fault no it's not um but by big i mean she's like six five or something and tall so if you a side chick uh lamar ain't the one like you need to go find one of these pretty little chicks that don't want to get their fingernails dirty Cause, uh, I feel like Chloe will snatch a wig and have a, what? And continue to have a nice day about herself and won't nothing happen. Yeah, honey, go shopping and act like you right. don't exist. Like, that's a lot of women to be trying to fight, dog. Mm-mm. Uh, so we gotta play our games. And of course, the, the first game is always fucking with black people. So let's go ahead and get that over with. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with. We're fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play some fucking with black people. Today's contestant is literally a contestant. That's right. Little Miss Hispanic Delaware has been stripped of the title. Now I know what you're going. Rod, Hispanic? What? What? How is that even possible? Why is this even in fucking with black people? Well, she's been stripped of the title because she's not Latina enough. Hey, pardon me? Mm-hmm. That's right, guys. How does that work? She too black to be Latina because... What? Like, mm-hmm. Latino people don't come in all shades just like every other ethnicity. I'm not people to get it together. Just because the people who brought you over on the ship spoke a different language don't mean you're not my brother or my sister Mm. so let's all learn a little history but i'm sorry go ahead please continue i'm sorry the organization says that jakia mccoy seven years old lost her crown because there's no documented proof that she's at least 25 percent latina blood but jakia's supporters say it's about her dark skin yes it is Mm -hmm. and of course she's looking precious how she's gorgeous uh little miss hispanic delaware has been stripped of her title for not being a latina enough um her family claims a grandparent was of dominican republic descent i mean was was from the dominican republic but without any documentation the distraught beauty queen had to forfeit her crown oh yeah the McCoy- See, I don't like stuff like that. That's a little too close to the one drop of black blood and you black type situation that's crazy talk people and why did she- you know what's funny is why did they check that's the question it's kind of like you know when you're a kid and you play softball with the kids right and Mm -hmm. everybody that's ever played softball or t-ball with the kids we all know they had the one team and you had the one kid that gets up there and he knocks that damn ball out the park while the rest of you can't get it past second base everybody and everybody says i won't see his birth certificate immediately so i feel i feel like she won and then everybody said, um, she's kind of dark to be winning, ain't she? Let's That's check. like been a thing ever since Obama became president. If you're just a little too dark and they suspect you're not supposed to be there, they want your papers. Is this new? <laughs> right. What is that? 
<laughs> they made a seven-year-old show some papers. Seven. Oh God, America. Right. Yeah, that is America for you. The McCoys are now claiming it's the girl's darker skin and not a lack of documentation as the reason for her reign was cut short. Mm-hmm. The claim led Daniel Jose Older to get up a change.org petition. And now here's my question. If there was prize money involved, did she have to give that back? Oh, oh well, I didn't let me think see. about that. Cause a lot of times there is with pageants, isn't it? Yes, uh, dude. That's the only man. reason why you dress your little kid up like a whore. Yeah, that's a good point. And, uh, that, that would make I'm some sorry, sense. I'm sorry, that was all rude and wrong. No, uh, no, you're on the blackout tip. She can say that. Uh, the- <laughs> yeah, we're not worried about being politically correct. You're in a safe crowd. Yeah, this you're in a safe, safe place. You won't get any letters after this. No, like, I promise you won't. You'll be fine. You won't. Nobody's going to protest. Uh, the motto of the show is nothing's wrong with this funny. Uh, and they do dress them up like whores. Like, that is, and like, and I don't even mean it in a derogatory whore Wait. form. I mean, literally. Yes, like, is um, she gonna hit the point after this? What is yes, going on with your daughter? Poles and shit. You be like, yeah. oh, oh, oh. But you know that dollar does make them hollow. Honey, uh, boo boo, child. Nustra Racius, Delaware, has blocked her win with after an outcry from people claiming that because she is black, she is not the best representative of Latin beauty. Ew. Wow. Mm. That's powerful. This is like that just bumped it up an extra twenty five points. I'm going to bed. The hell. <laughs> <laughs> New President Maria Perez, however, denied allegations of racism. She said color has nothing to do with it. We're all Latinos. That's why we're so beautiful because we come in all different colors. Um, except for the one that wins. Right. You're a little too dark there, darky. You're not dark enough to be. Be- you're too dark to be beautiful. Now, come on. Her, I hate that. Her parents were asked to bring in documentation of all the documentation brought in. There's nothing confirming her Dominican heritage. Huh. Did all the contestants do this? If this is the case, why didn't all the contestants do this prior to them registering? Right. Also, I don't mean no harm. Yes. Also, I don't believe you, Miss Perez, when you say we're all Latinos, except I need to see them papers. Ain't that the truth? Are we all Latinos? I are don't we? think we are. I don't believe we are. I don't think you understand the definition of all. All would mean everyone in the contest is a Latino as far as you're concerned, but it's Latino, uh, unless you black and then you gotta prove it. Or you, or we think you look black. Yeah. Maybe they just didn't think she was gonna win. That's what it was. True. Was like, oh, that's cool. Let the black one in. And then she started doing them, uh, answers and she had a good talent. <laughs> they was like, uh oh, this shit getting close. I'm gonna need some papers. <laughs> I guarantee you that. She sang and danced? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, we're going to have to see some papers. I can't believe this. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, uh, I have to rate this a straight-up 75 out of 100. Now, why only 75 out of 100? I would give it the extra 25 if it was not Delaware. But it's just Delaware. Like, I wish it was, like, a like I wish it was, like, Miss Latina America yes so i could just give it like a hundred like oh just that oh y'all fucking with black people so hard but i feel like a lot of people won't even know about this because it's just gonna be like oh it's delaware so true all right now let's play our other game guys that's right it's time for guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show costing all the podcast land where we play or read different news articles 
all around the globe and we ask our guest today it will be june mm-hmm. from harlem to guess the, the race, race of the people involved and the chat room plays along of course the chat room is extremely racist june are you ready to play some guess the race every second of every day sir all right let's get started the first story takes us to uh <laughs> oh i think i've been here uh it takes us to a waffle house oh lord in atlanta oh in, no in buckhead chocolate city where customers were robbed of nearly forty thousand dollars in jewelry it's forty thousand dollars in jewelry at the waffle house why uh, everybody got their stuff in jewelry so they can pawn it later to pay their con ed. <laughs> Here's uh I'll play the article. I think we have audio of this one. Let me see if I can uh refresh it and play it. But yeah, uh I may have been to this Waffle House. I'm not hundred percent sure. Oh shit, a few years ago we y'all Yeah, like uh our waitress was named Spark Plug, if you guys want to know <gasps> what, what kind of Waffle House this is. Um and she was delightful for the record. Spark Plug if you're out there you steal my dog all right let me play this for you wait why is this when is the news gonna start oh all right it's just pictures of people that okay got robbed. so it's not like an official news all right news. so no injuries were reported monday in the pre-dawn armed robbery of several customers at the buckhead waffle house the robber the robbery happened at just around 6 30 a.m at the 24-hour diner on piedmont road near far road uh Atlanta police spokeswoman Kim Jones said three men from Philadelphia were robbed of nearly $40,000 in jewelry and iPhones. She said the victims had previously been in the room service lounge and arrived at the Waffle House and sat in a booth at the back of the restaurant by the restrooms. About five minutes later, the two suspects entered and sat down at the counter. A few minutes after that, the suspects got out, went to the booth where the victims were sitting. One sat down while the other stood at the end of the table, Jones said. She said the suspects sitting down produced a black semi-automatic handgun, pressed it to oh. the ribs of one of the victims and said, oh. don't move or say anything. I'll shoot you right here. Ooh, Give me your watch man. and your gold chain. That was a had eye on them. Mm. Yes. And he was like, hold up. Gold all on my watch? Gold all on my chain? He said, yes, nigga, 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 give me that gold watch and that gold chain. Yes. Jones said the suspect took a $6,000 gold chain and medallion and diamond-colored Rolex. Wow. Watch valued at $20,000 from Vincent Lamar Cash Out Robinson. A Rolex Submarina watch uh, valued at $12,000. And a $500 iPhone from Raheem Jefferson. And an iPhone 5 valued at $500 from Derek Johnson. Raheem should have got that update, then he could find his iPhone. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and find his jewelry. That's why you got to get on that iOS, y'all. You need to get on. <laughs> update. Get that update. That that new find my phone making stuff unstealable, y'all. Uh, the suspects then left the restaurant on foot. Police have not released a detailed description of the robbers, but I'm saying, because I do have video of them interviewing the suspects, guess the race of... I mean, of the victims. Guess the race of the victims who got robbed of $40,000 in jewelry. My people! (laughs) (laughs) They are robbed! Jesus! Uh, My people! The chat room says, one who runs backstage and falls when they hear, you are not the father. Yes. Yes. Um, Nah, that's... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's talking about the woman. That does make a good point. Uh, Gangster Negroes. Aww. Who you think has that kind of jury eating at Waffle House? One who brings in their own chicken for Popeyes to go with it. 
oh lord negro balling at the waffle house a player from the himalayas in the voice of jerome black niggas <laughs> says red sonya red bone sonya sounds like they are suffering from gold fever and i'm gonna get you sucker members of the shea butter twitter they are i remember Aww. that uh one only niggas would wear that that business to a waffle house colored folk that hang out in waffle house after party black victims in the outcast interlude white so one person went white, white. the correct white answer, answer is, is stevie j's cousin black yeah I you guess black you got it right june be knowing and leonard brothers you did guess white so Nice trying. Oh, Leonard. Some of y'all starting off on the right foot. Some not. Trying to be different. Trying to be different. (laughs) Uh, Here's another one. Um, Here's a woman that took the law into her own hands. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, let me play this news article. News starts for the 7 News Alert. An Englewood mother accused of using a baseball bat to kill a man she says was sexually assaulting a little girl. 7 News reporter Jacqueline Allen investigating this case. And Jacqueline, the woman, admits to the murder in the police report. Yeah, this report says she actually demonstrated to police how she hit him over and over again in this alley behind her Inglewood home where he had been sleeping. Uh, but there is a memorial here in his honor tonight, and his friends and family tell me they don't believe those allegations for a second. He didn't look like my husband because his head was so beaten. Before her husband died in the hospital, Lisa Rainey saw the injuries that took his life. Let me just say, the worst thing about this dude getting killed and being accused of being a pedophile is the reason he got killed is now i can't look at his picture without being like eh, True. maybe i don't know like it ain't of course no one can tell what a pedophile looks like but i had like a moment while i'm looking at his picture like oh i don't know like seven out of ten um that's pretty ah. pedophile-ish on the scale and took a father from their three children when she does go to court i want her to look in my eyes and my kids' eyes and see how sad we are. For Cynthia Owen, charged with first-degree murder, is a neighbor. Her house now marked with evidence tape. She was just babbling and babbling. The morning after the murder, this neighbor says Owen was walking around claiming Rainey had inappropriately touched a four-year-old girl. Something about uh, her being molested or something like that, you know. I mean, she was kind of incoherent about everything. She was just talking and talking and rambling and rambling. In this arrest affidavit obtained by 7 News, police say Owen confessed to beating Rainey to death with a baby baseball bat in this alley behind her home and that she did it because the child told her she'd been sexually abused by Rainey. I don't think my husband's doing that. I think she's covering up for somebody and I want to know why, what was the real reason why she did to my husband. On a developing story, we told you about it four o'clock. He doesn't deserve to be dead right now. Now, we checked. Rainey does have a criminal history, mostly alcohol-related charges. And for the last few weeks, he'd been living as a homeless person sleeping in this alley while he tried to work things out with his family. Now, for Cynthia, Owen also had a criminal history that included a previous assault charge. She did not wish to speak to us on camera from the jail tonight. Reporting live, Jacqueline. Wow, now that sounds complicated. She got previous assault. He got previous stuff. Little kids is involved. Murder. Oh my god. Dun, dun, dun. Guess the race of Forsythia Elise Owen, 30 years old. Oh man. Of Inglewood, I... Colorado. Inglewood, Colorado. Oh, this is hard. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
But I'm going to go with she looks like my cousin. All right. Going with black. Let's check the chat room. Zimmerman's little sister in training. (laughs) Do you hear the banjos playing white? Galaxy grasshopper. Mayonnaise sandwiches eater. Look me in my eyes when I'm talking to you, white. Chris, Chris Hansen's would it, would, Chris Hansen would induct this white lady to the Catch Predator Hall of Fame. Oh, Lord. White, white, Rocky Mountain white. Pink toes, tiny nipples, valley girl out of place throwing W's up. White. Oh, my. <laughs> puts hot sauce on everything and loves orange soda. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is it Texas Pete? Uh, you know, the sad part is that I do have orange soda in my fridge right now. Yes, we do, and I love it. Yeah, son of a gun. It's the ones that hit the closest to home that are the <laughs> Uh, Joe Spacey says white, and someone says sunburner. <laughs> sunburner. Oh. That's a good one. We should call white people that when they're not looking. Um, the correct answer <laughs> is white. It was a white lady, y'all. Oh, wait. Oh June, so June missed it. Oh no! Some people in the chat room got it right. All right, now you missed one, you got one, June. But don't worry, it's now time for the bonus round of guess the race. It's where everything is double the racism and double Double the points. points. So we're gonna step it up for you. Here we go. Double the race, double the points, double the race, double the points. That's right, guys. It's time for double the points, double the racism. Race. Bonus racism. Are you nervous about the the higher stakes in this round, June? I'm 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 shaking in my boots because I'm like half and half now, and I I don't believe I got that last one wrong. Uh-oh. I wasn't paying attention. Well, just remember, it might be dark, but you still gotta pee. So let's. That's get- right. Let's get into this. I'm sure I'm messing I want up. Peter Bay. I'm sure I'm messing up that phrase all kinds of ways. <laughs> you got to pee in the dark. June told me I'm gonna be trying to motivate somebody. Trying to motivate somebody to gym Come tomorrow. Come off all wrong. Yeah. yeah. Like man, you got to pee in the dark, don't you? Come on, let's get to work. What's oh, that even God. mean, sir? Uh, caught on camera. A customer punches a female clerk mm. let's see why here's the news article attack on a young woman at a liquid convenience store and what set this off oh. 41 cents can you believe it let's go live to kate oh. larson she's in lake with that woman kate Yeah, Chuck, it's just unbelievable. It's probably the amount of change you keep in your pocket. And now a young woman is left with permanent damage to her eye. It all happened a few weeks ago inside this convenience store at a Chevron in Lakewood. Three weeks ago, Yadira Lara was ringing up this line full of customers at the Chevron on Lakewood and Delamo Boulevards when the unthinkable happened in broad daylight and in plain sight of security cameras. Everything happened so fast. I didn't think he was going to hit me. Detectives are looking for this man who on September 7th asked Yadira for a cigar that cost $1.41. He put a dollar on the counter and Yadira held on to the cigar. I told him, I was like, you're missing the 41 cents. And he just said, he just said, well, this is all I have. And moments later, this, the suspect hauls off and punches the 23-year-old right between her eyes. Craziest part about this film is that there's other people in line. Yes, 
behind him like other dudes and everything and nobody did shit they're just like well that happened and then he just walked out like i don't i mean i honestly i'm not i'm not one of those people that like belittles people for not doing enough because honestly i don't stuff like this has not happened in front of me and maybe fight or flight kicks in maybe there's some shit i can't explain but i would like to feel like i would tackle this motherfucker to the ground and be like no you don't get to do acceptable. that and just walk the fuck out of here that's crazy like you can't be punching people in the face over 41 cents i'm sorry but i don't want to live in a world where this happens and then the dude just is walking the street for weeks and nobody knows who the fuck he is i'm sorry I want to hold yeah, you to the cops again. I'd have gave 41 cents so you wouldn't punch in the damn face. Yeah, on, I, yeah, I also feel like if he would have turned around and said, hey, guys, I'm about to punch this lady in the face. I don't have the 41 cents, okay? Somebody would have gave it to him. Anyone has 41 cents, you're saving this lady a punch in the face. I'd be like, here's 50, okay? Yeah, keep the change, Matter of fact, get, get two switcher seats. You, you're going to need these. You're going to need both of these cigars. It's blacked out for a while and just looking for my glasses. And- it was a brutal punch and it knocked her back a good five. T- and the, the asshole behind him not only watches the guy leave, but then steps up in line like, well, I'm next. <laughs> what? Word. Oh Who is God. raising y'all? America. This is, he's like, I just listen. I have they a go full- check on to see how she was doing. She could have lost her sight. He's like, look, is I got anyone in the video like whipping out a cell phone, dialing nine one one. Oh, anything? I, I can't tell yet because I paused it, but I feel like somebody was like, listen, I would love to help you, but I have a cup holder full of chicken and fries, and <laughs> that I need to get to. It is getting cold. I just came in here to grab a Gatorade, okay? Um, to chug it down. This ain't personal. And feet. The blow re-injured Yadera's left eye from a childhood incident. She's now left with permanent damage that could oh. leave her blind. It can't be fixed. Well, there's there's a dude behind him that's pointing to like the guy leaving and telling other people what happened. But I don't feel like he's. I don't see anybody calling the police or anything. Oh wow! So he did to me. It's something that I just have to deal with. I just wish I just couldn't give it to him, and none of this would have happened. I hope they capture this guy. Here's another look at Yadera's attacker. Investigators believe he's in his late 30s to early 40s, six foot to six foot four, and about 220 pounds with short black hair, a slight mustache. So, I don't, I don't want him to say the race by accident. I got to stop it just in case they mess up my stuff. Sometimes thing. they do, yeah. But they don't know his name. Here are your context clues. He tried to buy a $1.41 Swisher Sweet Cigar. At a Chevron gas station, did not have the 41 cents and decided to punch the clerk in the face because reasons. Guess the race, Jim. He is a coony ass coon who <laughs> needs to stop smoking whatever the hell he needed that blunt for. Just go to rehab, man. Just go to rehab. You ain't got to punch the little girl in the face over 41 cents. Go to re. You know what? I've had it. If he's black, I'm gonna find him and punch him my damn self. What's going on? I cannot. I believe he's black. Cannot believe and, so many people sat in line and watched that. And and the fucked up part. Yes. Honestly, if she just gave it to him, she probably would have got fired for giving this right. shit to him. I'm not that trying to be funny. It right. was like she's following the policies and procedures that she was given. She or probably that wished, She said she wished she could have. Yeah. Just to avoid it. 
You know what yeah, I mean? And Which I is sad because single person who was forty one cents short. Right. Where's her paycheck? She making seven twenty five. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Which is sad because one that, two, um, she should she's not at fault at all. She shouldn't feel any responsibility for this shit happening. Um, and then three, what happened to give a penny? Take a penny, man. It's just it's a penny. If you're forty one cents short, that's more than a penny. Yeah, th- you don't get switch sweets that day, dog. You sure don't. That and also, and I guess the the to me the most, I guess screwed up part about it is that um, if she would have tried to give it to him, they'd have probably accused her of being in cahoots and shit like yeah, that. Anything. Over forty one cent. Even even he could have just been there to rob you because some people would do that too, where they don't give <gasps> you change. They want you to open the register and then they oh. open the register and they take it. But it, it doesn't matter, man. Just this dude's an asshole. Um, Awkward Music says, one who has to decide between using the cup holder for a KFC Go Cup or his watermelon Arizona iced tea. Oh, shit. Sadly, black, says Andre King, a dope boy fiending for his black and mild while clutching his OE in a brown paper bag. Oh. The weed must have been some grade A weed for him to knock a lady out for 41 cents. World star hip hop, nigga. Gorilla Jungle Music Listener. <laughs> Gorilla Jungle Music Listener. Oh. Oh, in Uncle Rocky's voice. Okay. A soul brother with a diamond in the back, sun rooftop, digging the scene with a gangster lean. Ooh. Uh, he was, <laughs> he was black. She was Hispanic. Oh, uh, well, I didn't care what her race was. No one cares what happened because it's between colored people. Ha! Oh. It did say it took weeks for them to report this. Mm, that is a context clue. It took weeks for them to report this? Yes, they said it happened. The incident happened weeks ago. I'm like, why is this just now on the news today? Oh, because everybody was of color and nobody gives two. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like if it would have been like, he punched Dorothy and was in jail seconds later. Of course. He is now worth. They wrestled him to the ground. He's now worth $168,000 a year in Rikers Island. Mm-hmm. You would uh, straight ah! to the pokey if he had punched Molly in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone please call Blind 11 Jack. Oh, oh, that's good. Wow. Blind 11 uh black i will beat that motherfucker black black is the swi- black is the swishers the fact that nobody chased his ass out of there lips as purple as the wrapper of a grape swisher sweet black oh blacker than mr popo and charlie murphy after doing the fusion dance lamar, that's a nerdy one i like that lamar odom's uncle black as hell watermelon seed sucker and one who would have had the 41 cents but he had bought Jolly Ranchers for his scissor. The correct oh. answer is, and I don't think anyone missed it, black. And I'm mad at him, sir. Turn yourself in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and the thing about it. Somebody know him. Let me tell you the thing about it. Bet you there ain't no reward. It's black people and Spanish people. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, <laughs> ain't that the truth? They like, we got a thousand. They have raised money to, for, you know, you call in the 1-800-CRIME-STOPPERS. We got, you know, $500. You ain't get none of that. And see the, the, the most, the most, uh, screwed up part about it. See, I bet you she could have had Obamacare. She, she wouldn't have had this issue. She could have been covered. Mm-hmm. Oh, true. let's not even get started with that. Come on. Well, tomorrow's D-Day in a couple of hours. It's October 1st. Get your health care, people. Mm-hmm. Go in there. Get your birth control now, everybody. Yeah. You might not be there tomorrow. Ain't that the truth? Um, and big and black might come and punch you in the face because he 41 cent for, you know, for his <laughs> blunt. So, you know, you need that. You need that health coverage, people. Right. Oh, my God. What an asshole. Just. I'm so disgusted by him. See, those are the ones that make all the rest of us look bad. I don't mm-hmm. like him. Yeah, I need a taser for shit like that. 
Can I get a taser? Do they have them like in stores? Y'all live in North Carolina. Yeah. It's like the mm-hmm. wild west there. Can yeah. you just like go to the Walmart and get a taser? Yeah, I can go buy a taser from mm-hmm. like the gun store and stuff. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Just taser. I, you know, I need it just for shit like this. Just some, so I can be like, that nigga was out of control. Someone called 911. Keep walking. <laughs> Just, that's the truth you got ladies and gentlemen you guys are welcome and just walk out of the store <laughs> yes come on come on now you that man needed to be tased gonna punch that little four-eyed girl in the face over four i'm so disgusted with him mm-hmm. all right last story um <laughs> this is supposed to not be funny but it's a blackout test so i'm gonna laugh um somebody accidentally killed themselves to do a halloween prank oh why what, kind of what could be it? that funny is it that was it that important um let's see he died at the prank involving his his love of halloween wait isn't it september oh he already That's, in hot in why are we celebrating halloween so early walmart walmart yeah. is the reason why it's all walmart's fault fault the oh. damn waltons they greedy asses this yeah. they fault yeah because I, I forget i forget that now everything is so uh, season oriented that everybody jumps three seasons ahead so it was like july and everybody already had pumpkins and shit out you was like why is there pumpkins out here so everybody just kind of pushed you pushed it into the month of october yeah i blame walmart for this jordan moreland 16 years old died after a prank involving his love of halloween went horribly wrong moreland had been hanging halloween decorations all day on sunday and had just returned home from helping his mom do laundry when the tragedy occurred. Jordan's mom, Ginger Rodriguez, said he was trying to prank his little sister and her by pretending to be hanging from a noose decoration. Oh, Lord. He put up in the tree in the front yard. The coroner said when he placed the noose around his neck, he became disoriented, cutting his brain off from oxygen within 20 to 30 seconds. His younger sister discovered him unconscious and Rodriguez was rushed, uh, rushed to help cut him down. Uh, but they were unable to remove him. Um, he was taken to the hospital where he was placed on a ventilator, because uh, he was in a coma. And, uh, then all of a sudden, he died. Like, 12 hours later, he was dead. Damn. He was a sophomore honor student. Always happens to the smart ones. Um, and he was on the RTC rifle team. He wanted to be a Marine. And, uh, Aww. he died because he was trying to play a prank, man. Look, y'all, these pranks gotta chill, man. I don't like yes. physical pranks. Mm-hmm. I can deal with the jokes, but I, but that physical touching, running, and scaring me and all that bullshit. Mm-mm. Yeah, Rodriguez spoke to WHAS 11 saying she hopes parents will talk to their kids about pulling pranks with the hopes another family, family member will not endure a similar tragedy. People get hurt. Listen, this country does not have a very good history with nooses. Mm-hmm. Just leave the noose alone, people. Just don't play with the rope like that. It's not a toy. No. Right. The worst part <laughs> is, the worst part, though, is, like, I imagine that, like, the ghost him is looking down at his dead body, and then when the sister was all scared of stuff, he was like, well, at least it worked best prank ever <laughs> oh my god Rod. what i try to find the bright side of, of life man or death um guess the race of mr jordan moreland 16 swirly swirly all right going with swirly uh what kind of swirl are we going with here we just what? uh we going with a little white and a little uh latino swirl all right all right Whiter than the bed sheets covered in milk, says Awkward Musings. Oh, Stupid white person trick, says Kia. Stupid white person trick. 
is that supposed to be a take on like stupid pet tricks for david letterman and shit uh, <laughs> white boy watching too much of his hero david Carradine kung fu flicks this is a little i don't know i could die white <laughs> i didn't know i could die white oh. whiter than lactose free vanilla ice cream white whiter than the ghost that he became when he died <laughs> oh my god <laughs> white flower uh gotta say white don't see a black person playing with nooses uh the correct answer is Phoenix. oh wait undocumented bam majera wannabe taco and vanilla swirl um one who will still be proud when they run this video on tosh.0 white oh frozen yogurt colored child whiter than the stupid squirrels running across the road oh the correct answer <laughs> is y'all ain't shit the correct answer is the swirl man uh you, you had it right june and y'all should have known because his mom's last name was rodriguez and, and then he decided to stick his neck in a noose so right. he knew something was off so there. he knew he was partially white because no minority in america thinks that's funny at all not at all <laughs> like no. not at all I, you know i'm gonna leap out from behind something and scare you there's a whole lot of other ways right. i'm gonna scare you putting my neck in the noose is no way that that's no it's not even worth the beating my mom would give what? me beat for the, playing like that beat the hell oh out my you. god could you imagine oh no and see my parents was like the old kind of scared of the south because they was run up from out of the south type oh no mm-hmm. that's not a game to be oh no 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 right no wouldn't happen to my family Oh, I can't even imagine talking about some. Oh, I was a prank. Like, oh, you yeah, gonna wish it worked? Like, you gonna wish it worked? I'm gonna stick my head in this noose real quick, and everybody, no, prank no, this. no. Yeah, you gonna wish? You gonna wish the noose tightened up? Cause she gonna kill you. <laughs> and that's everybody missed it. All right, last story. Not guess the race. It's a very important cause we have here at the Blackout Tips. Other people tend to ignore it, but we or don't. Ratchet? That's yes. right. Sword ratchetness. This is close to home for June. I love sword ratchet. New York. That's right. A man was allegedly caught menacing people on the street with oh, a sword. Shit. They are in the streets now, people. Do you understand? The streets of New York. Police. Yes. This this isn't like the streets of like up uh the uh whatever y'all call the upper states in New York. I forget what y'all call those. But it's not, it's not those streets. This is the streets of New York City. New York City? Mm-hmm. Yes. Concrete, something where dreams are made of. That, that sentence never made sense. But still, that's where it happened. Port Authority police say an officer saw a 51-year-old Orlando Lassiter leaving. <laughs> Lassiter. That's that a name. That's that a sounds name. close to laceration. <laughs> that he gave people. Leaving a subway station in Soho on Friday evening with a sword in his hand. Now, June, you're from New York. I've never been. Is Soho like a real nice area? Is that dangerous? Like what? What about Soho? No, it's nice. It's very nice down there. Oh, they going after even the nice areas aren't safe from sword ratchetness, people. Uh oh. That's because the trains go everywhere. You can go anywhere you want to with your sword and and menace people. Mm Mm-hmm. It only goes Ah. to two fifty one way. Half sword will travel. Oh yes. my. Investigators say Lassiter confronted people with the sheathed sword and ran away when police approached. Oh snap. Officers quickly caught him and disarmed him. Lassiter faces disorderly conduct and weapons charges. He is now collecting $168,000 for somewhere in some prison. I don't know. Who cares where he's at? He needs to be locked up. Now this is why we need the people, we need to get the other people out of prison 
that don't need to be there so we can have more room for these sword owners these are dangerous people y'all they don't need to be around swords they're walking down the middle of the street threatening people i'm just trying to i don't know how nice this area of new york is but i'm probably like just trying to go to a coffee shop or something man i don't know if he was up here menacing people in harlem with a sword number one he wouldn't have probably been apprehended let's let's (laughs) let's call that what that is right because you know down there they say oh my god sword and everybody's right there they're like hey 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 do not go messing with the rich white people with your sword we're gonna take you to jail now of course yes i also feel like if it happened um in like a less like affluent area of new york um, they would have caught him faster because they would have been stopping frisking him anyway. They been- no, they wouldn't have bothered to stop and frisk him. They wouldn't have cared. They would have been like, yeah, we'll get to it. <laughs> Sooner or later. Yeah, they probably would have let him go too because he might have been white. They would just, they would have been stopping some brother looking for like a nickel bag of weed, but then they would let him go. They were like, oh. Yes. They were like, what about that object protruding from his satchel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you, don't, that's no never you mind. You yeah. put your face against that damn wall. Put your arms up. <laughs> oh, Lord. Doesn't look suspicious to me. <laughs> but you but you acted suspicious telling us to watch him uh you got a basketball in your hand where are you going what are what? you doing <laughs> what no you going? good damn you what's going on with you in this basketball shoes basketball shirt basketball shorts something's up with this guy let's go let's too let's much risk basketball him. yeah <laughs> am too i supposed to believe i'm supposed to believe that you're going to play basketball right son get him up against the wall spread him let me exactly. see those. Exactly. Ah! And there's the problem. And now you've just created the criminal mastermind who's going to rob your grandmother. Right. Fools. Now let's go see. Cause you gotta see the inside of his cheeks. That is sick. Yeah. That is something sick about that. Oh, um, and, by, and by the way, young mm-hmm. men, pull your pants up. Pull your pants up. Yes. Don Lemon was right. Y'all are bringing the community down with your pants. And that's why we gotta cut off welfare and food stamps and uh, not, not allow you to vote. And spend one hundred sixty-eight thousand dollars for you to be in prison. Mm-hmm. Like, and just because you pull up your pants, that doesn't mean you're going to get a job. <laughs> that, that's not what that means. What it means is you need to pull up your pants, have some respect for yourself. Now, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, although, wouldn't it be funny though if it was that simple? <laughs> I wish it was. That would that would be the biggest I told you so in life. Right. Yes. If black people just pulled up their pants and suddenly jobs rain from the skies just everybody like you couldn't stopped you couldn't walk anywhere without someone offering you a job like that would fuck up everything i believe about america well then let's put the challenge out there on november 15th everybody pull up your pants for one week and let's see how this works yeah if we all get jobs then we know that you know whatever and if we don't america right (laughs) at Ah! least you'll have your cup full cup holder full of chicken um that's right june kfc June, thank you so much for joining us. Man. Yes. Thank you all. Thank uh, you for letting me share my love of social justice and all the different things that I do with you guys. Thank you. No problem. Couldn't have you on here and not talk about that, man. Uh, we're, we're nothing if not the consummate host. Of, of course, uh, you can find her, um, on, uh, at americansoftball.org. Yes. Uh, make sure you guys do that. Um, what's the website for the National Action Network? Is it just National Action Network? National, National dot net okay uh-huh and uh rev's new book the rejected stone is coming out october 8th so hop on it and follow her on twitter y'all like i said man she's a very positive person she is um and you can always like respond to her good morning tweet hearts and tell her what you've been up to and how's everything going and all that stuff uh she's at june mo 41 so make sure you guys check her out too um one of my favorite people man um yes 
uh, i love you guys black love black love right back at you <laughs> love you too and uh sweetie. we'll be back tomorrow at six with josh homer uh comedian Ooh. and uh also co-host of uh uh after black no which one is it yeah, yeah after black, black. I, with black. jess wood so many jess wood. so many versions of blackness over there Beaver. at the 12. <laughs> but uh yeah we'll have josh homer on man so that should be fun um josh got anger issues discuss those with him oh we will we will <laughs> i feel like he would have handled that dude in that that switch of sweet situation like what you know what? i feel like oh. i feel like uh josh is like kind of like the hulk with the bruce banner thing like he's looking for a reason for a fight yes oh he Give just it to him. he Give just want the reason. right he just want the right reasons he don't want to be wrong but he does want to fight um uh yeah and go to adamandeve.com and all that stuff man thank you guys so much for uh checking out the show we'll be back tomorrow so until then i love you you too baby Mwah. <laughs>